This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd Safety is ComEd's number one priority. To find tips about electric safety for your home and family, visit ComEd.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives. Now this comes to us from Laura, or you can call me LG, she says. Okay, thank you, LG. So everyone is giving stats on this COVID-19 thing. And that's what it is. It's a thing. It's a big thing. I was wondering... Has anyone put out there how many have been men and how many have been women? Just thinking it would be more men. Women are generally more germophobic than men are, so would avoid it. Here's my address for my travel mug. Thanks. (laughs) If I still haven't received the one from right after Christmas break, I'm hoping this one comes soon. Apparently, we're a little behind again. Yeah, we're a little okay. behind well, on that Well, things got a little weird around here. Yeah, they did. Yeah, ever since Christmas, it's <laughs> we been a little weird around that. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do we have the uh, the numbers? Have we seen stories on the infection rate, whether or not it's uh, coincidental or there's anecdotal medical evidence to back it up that men versus women are more, more prone to get it? Uh, it? Looks like it is affecting men more. Men oh, are dying Goodness. more. This is, a oh, story from, this is a story from yesterday, actually. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and they say smoking, drinking, general... Uh-oh. Or as I just said, everything yeah. that happens beginning at noon. <laughs> yep. Uh, smoking, drinking, general poor health. This could be some of the factors that explain sure. why more men seem to be dying from it than women. Sure. That's also, the first when, do- paragraph. when Dr. Most was on, I remember him saying something about the heterogeneous and homogeneous populations compared to here in China, which right. those words were not really in my vocabulary so I looked them up. Gotcha. And um, so I guess in China they have more males, right. you know, and here we have a more mixed population sure. so it's affecting us differently gotcha. i thought he was speaking of and, like the uh you know we have more different like uh races and that oh. kind of thing in america more yeah. of a melting yeah. pot yeah. right and part of it was that they the men smoke heavily in china so they thought that was affecting them always goes to the smoking thing That's with true. Wow, the rest of everything so is smoking true. well when you live with pat yourself quarantine oh, no. with smoking pat <laughs> no, no, it's no. really it's a, <laughs> the topic of conversation all day long I'm Melissa buy a loves zapper. the smoking bit. Every time you say the word Pat, I'm going to The only time you. Pat gets a break is when he walks out in the backyard to dig up the smokes. <laughs> Pat has a permanent dry cough, too. Yeah, he really it's does. It's always concerning, no, but it's now. not. it's not a cough. It's a hack. Ah, got it. <laughs> Big difference. He has a dry hack. Melissa always goes to the smoking well, angle on everything. It was such a huge story uh, with China. Well, it was. I, I don't know that I would go. It was yeah, a huge. Yeah, it was. Huge. It, huge. it was huge. Yeah, I know the head the headline. Uh, cancel everything else. We got a whole smoking angle on this from China. We're going to we go did. with. We're going to leave with that on tonight's ABC <laughs> Nightly News. Oh my gosh! All right, uh, top three comfort foods. Americans are flocking to the safety of comfort foods in unprecedented numbers. The sales is through the roof. Pastry purchases soared more than 8%. Chocolate, ice cream, popcorn, and potato chip sales are exploding. But for you, as you're locked up in your house and it's... What, what day are we on now? Like 10? Oh, lo- being locked remember. up. Oh, I see what you're saying. You mean as far as how... You're all talking. Stay I don't home know. order? All right, one at a time. Melissa, what day are we on? Um, I mean, yeah, I've been... All right, back to I your whip. I actually mean? thought you might mean, are we on Wednesday right now? That's okay, it is Wednesday. You, Violetta. I thought I saw on Instagram and all my friends post day 10. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, your things that you must have. Your comfort food is what, Carol? Well, it wasn't me you must have, but I watched the woman buy about 10 boxes of Twinkies. That'll get you through a week. <laughs> oh, they last or maybe, forever. Maybe yes. her for an afternoon. At number three, seeking comfort in what, Bill? A big bag of pistachios. Big pasta. bag of pistachios. There you go. Do you say pistachios or pistachios? Whoa. Hi, at number two, Jason. Yes, my comfort food is something that everyone else seems to be grossed out by, but peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Peanut butter, butter and mayonnaise. Oh. 
Now, is that well, Hellman's, me- or will you substitute Miracle Whip for it? Well, at this time, anything that's close to mayonnaise. There you go. Anything uh, close to mayonnaise. <laughs> Peanut butter and anything that resembles mayonnaise. And finally, in at number one, seeking comfort, Mary Beth in what? Beefaroni. There we go. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had beefaroni, but I feel like that's what uh, in that one Seinfeld the uh, the uh, horse was eating. The rusty the horse that kept farting. Yeah, they just changed it to beefarino though, beefarino. probably for copyright purposes. That's right, beefarino yeah. as opposed to beefaroni. You've never had beefaroni? I probably have, but I don't have any memory of it. I'm guessing as a kid it came out. Like that and spaghettios. Yeah, spaghettios, same thing. I haven't had those in in a thousand years. I mm-hmm. think it's been. Do you Jeff enjoy Boyardee. the beefaroni, uh, beefaroni though, Mary Beth? Absolutely, especially now. Uh, Once a day, twice a day? Um, Probably once a day. Uh, Bought a big, huge can of it up at Walmart. There you go. (laughs) A huge Walmart-sized can of beefaroni. (laughs) The beefarino for the horse, same thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Well, I I wouldn't want to be downwind from you. (laughs) But it's so good. You know, when you say things incorrectly, like uh, Violetta, when I was using the hand sanitizer, and I said, well, we better be careful, and ration this she's like oh there's i have more that's an old wives tale <laughs> it's like an old wives tale i don't know i got all confused you, know, you say the wrong thing uh, you know like uh, like randy hi randy hey how are you said the wrong thing chose the wrong word i did uh it was in college a girlfriend of mine her grandfather had died went to the funeral you go through the receiving line to offer your condolences she looked at me she goes well, how are you doing and i go well i'm alive Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm okay. I'm alive. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Ah. Bad choice of Awkward. Yeah. Awkward, Awkward silence looking at each other. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean, speaking. You know, well, I'm, I'm could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. Could be worse. Could be him. <laughs> oh. All right. But really. Yeah. Uh, said the wrong thing. Chose the wrong word. The wrong phrasing, Nick. Hey, guys. Thanks for being on the air this morning. Oh, we're happy to be here. As you can tell. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, appreciate you listening. Uh, Nick, what'd you say incorrectly? I was in church, and it was uh, a part where uh, we, the audience, could uh, comment on questions. And um, I I was talking about Jesus or something in the the room of like 60 (laughs) people or so. Right. And I meant to say that Jesus was tactful in the way he said something. Right. It came out as tactical. Like, a, like he's like a, a SWAT team member. <laughs> he did take people out a lot. I don't know if you know this, but Jesus is very tactical. <laughs> yeah, I heard that a lot from my friends after that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jesus was like that. Hondo on SWAT, but yeah. not, but but more omnipotent. I don't know. I was talking yeah. about like Jesus or something. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He had a lot of them there. The audience in church, right. Jesus or something. Right. That was yeah. awesome. Was, I love this kind uh, of stuff. I was in, in church. We were talking so about good. Jesus or I don't know, I don't something. know some guy. <laughs> Jesus or the the Lord, something like that. I can't remember the topic. It was something like that. And uh, somehow by the end of the conversation, I had Jesus on the SWAT team. (laughs) I would trust him. I mean, he had the plague. He had a lot of things going on. For sure. Hey, Dana. Hey, good morning. Uh, Wrong choice of words for you? Totally. So I'm a nurse, and I was taking care of a 90-year-old plus patient, and he was just about to leave the hospital. He was there with his son, but he had a terrible, terrible hospitalization. But as they're leaving, they're on their way out the door. I was like, take care, guys. Don't worry. It's all downhill from here. All downhill from here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck with it. Really not holding out much hope for you. You're about to go any minute now. It's all downhill from here. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Not much more we can do for you in here. So... 
We'll talk to you later. <laughs> they went ahead to straight to church. <laughs> talk about uh, the Lord. Or something. Or something. <laughs> Some guy. Whatever they do there. Uh, Mel D is uh, self-quarantined at home. Melissa is here to handle the top three things trending on Twitter. You ready? I am ready. It number three. So Lady Gaga wrote this very long but very sincere message on social media where she said she's sadly postponing the release of Chromatica. Well, she basically said that with all that's going on in the world, she just doesn't feel right releasing it right now. And she said that she's going to announce a new 2020 release date very, 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 very soon. I think we'll all survive that. Yeah. <laughs> but shouldn't her be a fans problem. are talking. I hope that uh, Chromatica is still coming to Wrigley Field in August. Keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, you got that right. Trending on Twitter number two. So, internetadvisor.com, and you've been seeing this with other shows and movies and that kind of thing. They're offering one fan a thousand to watch the first two seasons of Netflix Ozark before the series drops its third season. I could do this. This is something I could do. Totally. And then earn $1,000, right? I could do this. So the winner has 17 days to watch all 20 episodes of the show, which comes to about 20 hours of viewing. That doesn't seem bad, actually. And uh, (laughs) it doesn't. Says Melissa, who does that in an afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Like 20 hours of viewing. I do that yesterday. Seriously. I mean, five hours a day. Boom. Done. Uh, You have two days to get your application in. So if you want to check it out, go to internetadvisor.com. All right. And trending on Twitter, numero uno. So we talked yesterday about people who are not able to go get their hair cut and get their hair dyed and they're going gray or their roots are growing out and that kind of thing. It was the Kelly Ripa Watch My Roots Challenge. Now another celebrity, right? Root Watch. Yeah. So Kevin Hart is like many of those people too. So if you didn't know that he dyed his hair, he, he did dye it. So basically, diet. he do, well, he's not anymore. Right. So he stopped, and now all his his white hair is poking through. So Gray he hair. posted a video yeah. series on Instagram called "Confessions from the Heart." So his very first episode that he re- released showed patches, yeah, of his little white hair popping up in the video. So he's just gonna let it go. He says he's not trying anymore. Who knew Kevin Hart gray hair? Wouldn't have thought of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Thank yeah. you, Melissa. Hi, Kelly. Hi there. Uh, banishment in your home. Uh, my 21-year-old son. Okay. He went to Florida on spring break. So he's sleeping and... in the car now. He's sleeping in the car in the driveway? <laughs> he's in the basement that's unfinished. Ah, the unfinished basement. Does he have a cot? He has a couch. A couch. Okay. Yep. Uh, is and there I, any uh, TV or gaming down there at all? Uh, gaming. Otherwise, he'd be up here. Gotcha. Oh, he may actually think, like, wow, this is paradise. Yeah, he's like, I got a couch. Better, I got games. better my dorm room. No one's bothering me? Right. I'm thinking about that. Mommy has to cook for him because we don't let him up unless right. he has to go to the bathroom. So he's getting all of his meals, except I forgot to feed him yesterday. It was 3 o'clock. And he sent me a oh, my God. Like, he won the lottery, like, though. He's like a, he's like an abducted prisoner in your basement. I forgot to feed him. Occasionally, I throw a bucket down there for him to pee in. Okay, give him some lotion. Oh, oh really? Is it, a, is it an escaped prisoner? No, nah, it's my son. No. I would be doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I go down to do the laundry. I'm in my hazmat suit. I'm like, stay in the corner. Turn yeah. around. Face the corner. Oh, my God. Good God. Yeah. Very, oh, I forgot very to feed him. Stuff. I just realized. Mom, yeah. I just want to go back to school. Right. He didn't notice he didn't eat either. Wow. Crazy stuff. Speaking of banishment, he's been banished to the woodshed out in Wayne, Illinois. 
Uh, Mixed Marketing Director Big Karwowski, who is uh, not allowed to enter the building because uh, we'd had a potential COVID exposure here. But, but they're like, hey, uh, you out here, people, help yourselves. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, that's fine. <laughs> the place is all yours. Yeah. Yeah. Join into the fun. <laughs> Feel free to lick whatever you want. Hey, if I had a nickel for every time oh, I heard that. HR does not recommend that's, that. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a good place to be. Hi, Big Karwowski. Hey, guys. What's uh, going? You out there behind the woodshed? Yeah, well, I'd like to. I, I, I'm putting a positive spin. I'm calling it mixed marketing West. Uh, I got nice you. I got to you. It versus uh, woodshed or barn. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, have uh, they given you indica- any indication by they? I mean, the owners of this fine radio station, as to uh, when you'll be able to return here to the Prudential Plaza, high above on the 27th floor? No, I think they're taking it uh, day by day, week by week. You know, as things uh, evolve. Uh-huh. So, so you're thinking weeks so is I, what you just told me. <laughs> I'm, well, yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm, I'm, te- I'm technically on spring break right now, by the way. Oh okay, because this was your previous well, planned week. Hey, you know what? This you. was supposed to be our <laughs> spring break week, too, but here we sit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. Right. Up and run. Now, uh, are you working from home? Do you have a dedicated workspace at home? I do. Okay. Yes, it's uh, off limits to everybody in the house except for me. All right, uh, and uh, do you go in there at a particular time in order to try to maintain regular office hours, or do you just kind of come and go yeah. depending on what's on TV? No, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I'm trying to keep a, uh, a structure, a work pace. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Are you, you know, finding that to be easy? A lot of people say that working from home, actually, you got to learn how to do it. It's not as easy or as enjoyable as one might think. Yeah, no, um, I thought it would be uh, just because I dabble with it uh, from time to time. But yesterday, my wife's like, hey, let's go sit in your office. I'm like, I don't want to sit there anymore. Uh Uh Okay, you Uh need a break. Uh All right, uh, because you know what I was thinking with you and, uh, well, a lot of Chicagoans experiencing Mm -hmm. the work-from-home phenomenon that we would do a little something called... workspace. Uh, I thought what we do, Big Karwowski, is have yes. people send us JPEG photos of your at-home workspace. What we're looking for is the most disastrous. <laughs> okay? So if you have yeah. a workspace that you've settled into this week, maybe this week and last week, that is an absolute disaster. Yeah. Even you open the door to your workspace and go, no work is ever going to get done here. Look at this place. <laughs> it's a disaster. The couch there, I've been living on that. I got uh, empty wrappers everywhere. I'm not accomplishing anything. If we have a video conference and I have to be in this room, I'm dead. Right. <laughs> That's the kind of workspace we're looking for. Or like where the do we, dogs in the way. That too. Where do we send those JPEG photos, Big Karwowski? Yeah, they can send them to whole office. One, one word, more time there. Office. You clipped out there because you're out in Wayne and they have one cell tower in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, home office at WTMX.com. All right, send us a picture of your disastrous workspace, home office at WTMX.com, and then uh, throughout the day and the upcoming days, we'll post pictures of the nightmare you're living in your disastrous home workspace, right? Yeah, we'll put them up in the uh, photo gallery at WTMX.com, but then Mel D will uh, share them on social media as well. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm excited to see those. 
Welcome to Lily's Bake Sale. Today we're offering the red velvet cupcakes that Mrs. Johnson next door called breathtaking. Cash, credit, or online payment accepted. Just like Lily, ComEd provides multiple payment options. Need a gluten-free or vegan? Just ask our staff. I'm not your staff. I'm your brother. Choose the payment option that works best for you. Auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in person. Visit comed.com slash pay. ComEd. Powering lives. One order of gluten-free cupcakes coming right up. Harry Styles is calling. Put him on hold. Put him on hold. Ryan Ryan Reynolds is calling too based on the... Put him on hold. We don't have time. <laughs> we do not have time. Lady Gaga, tell her we'll call her back. Because right now, it's time for the premier superstar. That's yes. right. Here in Chicago and across this great state of Illinois. He's our guy. For every afternoon at 2.30, the governor, J.B. Pritzker, takes to the podium to let us know how effed we are. Yep, yep. <laughs> and this is the gentleman to his immediate right, our left on the screen, doing all of the sign language and has developed quite the following. Mr. Michael Albert joins us this morning. Hi, Michael. How are you today? <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, well, we put all of the big, huge stars on hold because you've become an even bigger star. Did you ever see this coming? No. And I, I still don't understand why, but um, it's pretty overwhelming, i got to tell you. Now, I, here's the thing. Yep. You know, I, I, I'm doing this service for a community a deaf community that really needs information. And I'm really proud of the media for recognizing that and for leaving interpreters on screen the whole time, not only here, but in other states. And, you know, I just want people to focus on the message. And I don't, I, you know, focus on me is, is completely misplaced, folks. Okay. <laughs> it really is. Well, speaking of focusing on the message, I, I watch every day. I see you doing your thing mm-hmm. as the governor's talking. And I always, virtually every time, I find myself watching you more than him. And all I can think is, is the governor saying words that as Michael is hearing them, he's thinking, ah, this, this, I can't do that. There's no word for that. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what to do for that. Does that ever happen? Do you have to kind of improvise? No, actually, the, the governor um, is, is a very clear speaker. I, I, I think, he, I mean, he, lately he's been um, throwing out a lot of statistics, but he speaks with a lot of passion. Right. You know, he, he speaks a lot about his anger with the federal government. He speaks a lot about his compassion for the people of Illinois. And to be honest, it's kind of um, enjoyable to interpret for him. He's got a he's got a pretty nice delivery. There was one instance, I think, along the lines of what Eric is talking about, though. Yesterday, I can't remember what the word was, but he said something along the lines when he paused before the word ended up being, like, invalid or meaningless or something like that. Before he said it, I kind of said to myself, like, out the window and your sign for it i even rewound looked like you were just kind of taking something and throwing it away over your shoulder <laughs> you remember what that was i i i can't remember exactly i do remember signing that um oh yeah i, I don't remember exactly what he was saying but it, it had something to do with um i i, I can't remember but, but it was yeah, a great right. it, it was... had something to do with some, something that, that he thought was right, it turns out to be not right. So, you know, you can forget about it. It was something like that, but I can't remember exactly. Now, uh, while this is going on, as I'm watching you, how close, for those, for, for the deaf audience that are watching you, how close is your signing to the time that he's saying the words? Are you about three or four seconds behind? Are you farther, or are you right on it? 
No, uh, my goal, my goal. So American Sign Language is a language that's completely different from English in okay. its syntax and its grammar. Right. So to the extent that I'm really using American Sign Language, I'm usually about a sentence behind. Um, I'm trying to get a complete phrase, a complete thought, uh, figuring out what I'm trying to put out into the American Sign Language and then doing that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm behind. So I know that there are people who are trying to say, oh, I heard a word, I wonder what the sign for that word is. It's really sort of hard to match up if you're watching and you don't know the language. Right. You ever- and you know what? A lot of times people are commenting, too, uh, that that you are very demonstrative with your face. Yeah, the, that's the key for me, the facial expressions. The expressions that you make. Is that a part of it, or is that just you? Uh, both. So certainly expression is a part of the language, and also a lot of the grammar of American Sign Language is done with eyebrows and mouth movements and things like that. So part of what I do on my face is grammar. But there are interpreters that are uh, more stoic, and there are interpreters that are more expressive. And well, you're I've very kind of expressive. Been known you're really good yeah, at it. So I, I appreciate that, although you know, one of our goals as interpreters is to really match the affect of the speaker. So if I'm overly expressive and it's drawing from the speaker, that's really actually not the best thing in the world. So I'm, I'm trying my best to match the speaker, but I've got one of those plastic faces, or at least I've been told that. So <laughs> I'm, trying hard to, I'm trying hard to match the speaker. And, you know, we as interpreters are... are um, uh, you're really bound with an obligation to, to try to, to make the message and the intent of the speaker as visible as possible. Michael, before you go out there each day at 2.30, do they give you a heads up on what the governor's going to say? Or are you going in there cold? Um, I, I generally go in cold for what the governor is going to say. There are other speak because the governor kind of comes into this at the very last minute before we go into the uh, the, the briefing room. Right. Uh, other speakers who are congregated there ahead of time uh, often are very generous in giving me their notes to, to look at ahead of time. But the governor's notes, I think, are being revised up until the last second. And uh, so it's very difficult. And so I, I generally don't see his remarks, but I do see the remarks of like doctor, the, the doctor from Rush Hospital yesterday. I saw his remarks ahead of time, uh-huh. uh, which is very, very helpful. I, the more we can prepare, the better off we are. Sure. If you got a call, uh, Michael, to the to the federal level, if uh, if President Trump uh, called you and said, all right, all right, Michael, I'm going to need you to come in. Things are going to be beautiful. Uh, and you decide to go. Would that be because, you know, he goes off script a lot, uses a lot of words that might not be words occasionally. Oh, my God. Do you Sentences think, end randomly. Right. Do you think that would be harder as opposed to going along with the standard script? I don't know how to sign Bigly. I, I still don't. Um, Bigly. It, Bigly. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I would find that assignment very difficult for a lot of reasons, uh-huh. uh, ethical reasons and, and linguistic reasons. So gotcha. it would be a, an assignment I would not be um, – I, would I probably wouldn't take it, honestly. Uh-huh. Well, do you ever start, like, Pritzker is talking or somebody's talking and – you're if you're like a sentence or so behind, you ever be are you ever like, oh my god, wait, wait, I just lost my place. Wait, what did they just say? Um well I don't know if you noticed, uh I think it was two days ago I had to actually stop a speaker and ask him to repeat a website, because uh, I completely missed it. And mm-hmm. and so yes, uh, that is a difficulty. You know, you, you, it's and there's a lot of pressure, guys. I mean I'm standing there in totally. front of cameras and right. and and and, and your mind, in in the interpreting field, we have something called a committee, and these are like different voices in your head that are saying like, 
oh, you did, you signed that really well, or you didn't sign that well, or I hate the way you look today, or, you know, you couldn't do anything with your hair. I mean, it's just a right. lot of things going on in our head right. uh, that are interfering with our ability to process the message. And so as much as possible, I'm trying to keep those voices quiet and to focus on what's being said. But most of the speakers are really um, trying to convey a message to, to the hearing audience, and they're doing it very clearly, by and large. And so everybody's really been a pleasure to work with. And um, I also really want to give a shout out to my interpreting colleagues here in the state and the deaf community here in, in, in the city of Chicago, who've been just nothing but generous and supportive. And, you know, they're going out and the interpreters are going out and doing the work every day of making sure that deaf people are, you know, getting to their medical appointments and, and getting their sure. services met. And well informed. I, 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 it's just been a, a wonderful experience to, to watch how Chicago has come together, the deaf and the interpreting communities. Uh, you mentioned uh, that people are starting to notice you beyond uh, the signing that you're doing, the way you look or the, your appearance or that kind of thing. Are you getting a lot of romantic overtures <laughs> there, Michael? A lot of people interested saying you look like, you know, I heard somebody say, I heard a report you did. Somebody said you look like Screech, they thought. I don't know that I see that. <laughs> Although Whip says oh you look gosh, like I've Daniel got... Stern from Home Alone. Yeah, you know, the, the bad guy in Home Alone, the, the, the tall one. I didn't hear that one yet. I, I've heard Screech. Uh-huh. I've heard Abraham Lincoln. Abraham I've, Lincoln. I've heard, uh, That's perfect. Uh-huh. I've gotten Polly Shore. Right. Oh. Yeah. Any you chance know, you would? You look, any chance you would walk out there today dressed as Honest Abe? Big stovepipe <laughs> hat. That would be awesome. Uh, you'd, you'd have to get me the hat for that one. I, I, I don't have one. That would be awesome. I've also got a huge heart, so it would never fit. Uh, that's great. Well, you're doing terrific, terrific, and important work, and we can't thank you enough for spending a few moments with us, and we'll be watching again today and continued success, okay? Hey, I really appreciate it, and continued success with what you guys are doing. Stay safe and stay healthy, and you know, to everybody in Chicago, deaf and hearing, just uh, just keep going. We're going to make it through this. Thank you. Thank you. Michael Albert. I can't believe we just talked to I him. I know. You are fangirling <laughs> something know. out of control. Oh, that was amazing. You're... I literally watch him every day, and I get so excited to see him and his facial expressions. And I like the purple shirt. I know you might not still be listening, but when he wears the purple with the purple tie, I think that's the best. Did you ever notice his clothes? Take a, take it's hilarious. Breath. Take a breath. No, like every Take, shirt on, he wears, on. though. I, I want to talk to Fangirl oh, here. Go just ahead, for a second. go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Because all during that, she was like clapping her hands and jumping up and down. <laughs> and you you seriously would have thought Ryan Reynolds was up. I, I don't know why I'm so excited by him. And also, I learned how to sign Take Me Out to the Ball Game ah, in school. Gotcha. So, you know, I was wondering, like, if like if, if I was still signing it right. But um, right. I just, no. I don't know. I just get that so been excited. Tough to ask so over the phone. you like want to yeah, meet up with him or what? <laughs> well, I might send him a video or something. Very nice. Uh, today's mixed morning mind bender. You're self quarantined. You're locked down. You're locked in. What do you do? I mean, it's killing romance. Relationships can't start. And if you're in a new one, but you're apart from that other person, uh, how do you maintain contact? A Brooklyn man used a blank to hit on a woman during the quarantine. That would be a what, Lisa? A drone. Exactly right. <laughs> drone love. It's the new wave. It love is through awesome. drones. Yep, yep. Get to be prepared to have somebody make a move with his drone. You got to make sure you know how to use that thing, though. If 
Yeah, I had a nickel every time I heard that one, too. Sure, sure you know how to use that thing? Before you bring uh, it out. What do we have for Lisa? Oh, my gosh. You've got a $100 gift certificate to Netflix. Watch Netflix movies and TV shows online or stream right to your smart TV, game console, mobile device, and more. Like a responsible New Yorker, Brooklyn-based photographer Jeremy Cohn was cooped up in his apartment practicing social distancing when uh, when he spotted a girl dancing on her rooftop nearby. <laughs> Channeling his inner Romeo. He used his balcony and technology to get her attention in a TikTok video that has 4.4 million views on Twitter as of Monday. He captures the entire meet cute moment. I can't believe this actually worked, and yet this is a true story. I looked out my window, saw this girl dancing. The modern could-be love story started when he waved her, and she waved back, and he decided to take it a step further. I thought she was really cute from far away, says Cohen. (laughs) During this quarantine, I think everyone is fiending for social interaction, so I was like, oh, my God, a girl. A girl? I haven't seen one of those for so long. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's funny. They could hear each other, so he told her to stay put because he was going to send her something. He wrote his number on a piece of paper, taped it to his drone, and flew it to her. Oh, that's like... Very romantic, that right? Is romantic. Oh, extremely. And you know, we told you yesterday that there's a lot of uh, high-rise hangman being played, uh, yeah. setting up hangman and windows of high-rises as people in other uh, high-rises across from you can see what's in there, and they're posting letters on their windows trying to guess what your hangman might be. Anything to keep ourselves entertained during the strangest times ever. Anything. Maybe you haven't been on a work video conference and somebody else forgot that they were on a video conference and that you could see them. Yeah. And you realized, okay. (laughs) All right, Joe from accounting hasn't bothered to put a shirt on yet. (laughs) He thinks I can't see that he doesn't have a shirt on. I hadn't thought of that one. Or he does have a shirt on, and I can't believe he's actually wearing that shirt with that phrase that says what? (laughs) 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 312. 233-1019. Two three three one zero one nine. Hi, Beth. Hi. Hi. What happened? So uh, we're on a video conference, and my boss picks his nose, and and we were all. I know everybody was kind of holding their breath, like, "Don't take it to your mouth. Don't take it to your oh, mouth." No. And he did. Oh no! He did not. And it was like halfway through, he kind of like realized what he had done, and then he just moved his hand down and wiped it on his hand. Oh, oh my god. You can't unsee that. You can't. Really? That's when I have to apply for a new job. God. What do you do with that one? (laughs) Lounge are now doing... Aren't you a uh, card-carrying member of the Lucky Devil Lounge VIP club? I am. It's a black card. Don't even try to take it from me. All right. Dancers there at the Lucky Devil Lounge are now doing food delivery. Lucky devils. Since their actual (laughs) business is apparently considered non-essential. Do they deliver it fully clothed? Well, here's the thing. The club owner decided that uh, they needed to do something, so Mm -hmm. they turned their strip club into a new business called, no joke, Boober Eats. Boober Eats. Because the strip club women will go out in skimpy outfits, and they will deliver your food from their bar. Is the service charge significant? Uh, $30 on average, but uh, further if you're... It's it's more if you're uh, further away. a lot? Wow. You get boobs. Yeah, that's true. Well, just to look at them for, for like a second. Get a show. You know, I don't know if you know this, Melissa. You can get it for free. Uh, you can, if you if that's what you're concerned with, seeing boobs. Right. That's a, there's, but these you get are that live for nothing. In person. That's true. Imagine they the extra. shake them. That's just like that. Extra oh, excitement God. of the person coming to the door. Melissa, when's the last time you wandered yourself through a strip club? Like, you know, you used to go to Stimulators over there in northwest Indiana. Yeah, I did go to Stimulators yeah. once. Yeah, just one time, just I didn't know what it was like. I'm guessing there's a few in there that you would prefer no delivery from. 
know. Especially with the lights on yeah. and broad daylight. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, here's the funny thing. Plus, they then you only... go to eat your sandwich yeah. and it's covered in baby powder and glitter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the baby powder glitter thing, but yeah. I think they've thought of the lights on thing because apparently this is only operational from 7 p.m. to 1 uh, a.m. Really? Yep. And, and they uh, test your blood alcohol before you're able to receive it to make sure you're <laughs> fully drunk at all. It has to be over the legal right. limit. Exactly. Right. Because the, the club owner actually does say... The customers range from people who are celebrating a birthday, maybe right. you want to give them a surprise, to people who are just really stoned. Uh, hi, yeah, so, sir, so you want the club sandwich, okay, the club sandwich and a side of fries. Are you currently sober? You are? You, you are? I'm sorry, we don't deliver to you. <laughs> you're not going to like yeah. this. As you're not going to, you this experience yeah. is not going to go well for you. Not our target audience. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to ask something, and I seriously don't mean to be disrespectful. I truly, truly don't, but this is the first thing that occurred to me yesterday. I was watching a news report of a uh, violinist with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Very talented woman. Okay. Very talented, obviously. Oh, yeah. Has to be. Without question. Mm -hmm. Who is now going outside her home uh, twice a day, each and every day, and giving a performance for free for the neighbors. Very nice. nice. And then they show a bunch of neighbors standing outside listening, and it's it's beautiful and that kind of thing. But I'm wondering, now this is not something that was asked for. She just decided on her own to do. Like if you live next to her or on the floor, you know, above her or below her, and you're trying to work or whatever, and twice a day you get a, a violin concerto orchestra on your front lawn, is that is do you reach a point where you're like, I didn't ask for this. Right. It's one of those things you have to like pretend to like because it's a nice gesture. And it, it's, it but sounds, it, but if I'm you're sure trying. it sounds so relaxing. And it's not everybody calming. agrees. Like, I don't right. like classical music. So are you just talking violins or are you talking any kind of music? Well, I mean, yeah. Is it about the violin for you or just about the impromptu performance? performance? Probably a little bit all of the above. Because, okay. you know, what if, like, I decided, you know, hey. I'm Eric. I'm a DJ. Oh, <laughs> so in, in order to you know to break up the monotony for my neighbors, I throw it out on the front lawn. I start mixing it yeah. down. Right. Yeah, like you know, a twice block a day. Party. Right. Twice a day, I'm gonna mix it down for you for like 15 minutes. Oh my, my neighbor God. might go. You know what? I really don't need that. Yeah, Thanks. that's Thank you, true. And you know, there's a guy. I don't remember which suburb it is, but um, he's coming out every day. I don't know if it's like at two in the afternoon or something. And he's playing the bagpipes. Right. Oh, Same God. thing. Right. Which I enjoy, but after about my third bagpipe round if I live next yeah. to him and this is going on for a week, I might go, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, Shakespeare yeah. obviously is, uh, is, is <laughs> well, for some, yeah. But if somebody came outside and said, you know what, each day I'm going to come out and read a passage of Shakespeare mm-hmm. in order to entertain all of you. You might, after the first one, go, okay, that, that was cool. But <laughs> now, can you? you Tone it down a little bit, Yeah, I got, I, got a, I got a conference call coming up and I'm, I really can only take so much Macbeth. Yeah, I think uh, part of it is also how big of an audience, because I feel like the the closer you uh, you are to one-on-one watching somebody perform something, the more uncomfortable and awkward it is. I'm always a little hesitant of the, I'm going to do this as a benefit to all of you and to help you, and it's my way to help break up the monotony. When it's not requested. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you decide unilaterally that everybody's going to really enjoy this, so I'm going to do this every day. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say she's not enjoyable. I'm certain she is. Yeah. I was just thinking if I'm the neighbor, by Saturday I might be done with my violin concertos. Especially if you're trying to take a nap. Right, or whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? And how do you tell her? How do you break the news? Mm. This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd safety is ComEd's number one priority. To find tips about electric safety for your home and family, visit comed.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives 